everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you guys yet another magical adventure story. The latest story up on our premium channel is called The Grumpy Gorilla and the Bossy Parrot. The grumpy gorilla preferred life on his own, and he wasn't interested in making jungle friends. The squawking parrot, however, had other ideas. To hear this story and more, join up to our premium channel and be a super fan of short stories for kids. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every week, plus our entire back catalog of stories ad-free. Also, premium-only shoutouts just for you guys. You can sign up to our premium feed in a couple of clicks through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. So today's story request comes from Madison, who lives in London, England. And she would love a story about building a robot of her own who either helps to rescue people or fight crime. Well, we love this idea, Madison. Thank you so much, all the way in London. And we hope that you love your story. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Mom, said Madison, can I borrow a screwdriver? Madison's mom was on her phone, trying to sort a problem with their internet. Oh, yes, dear, she replied quickly, before turning her attention back to the call. And can I use the old microwave that's waiting to go on the dump? She asked innocently. What was that? Sorry, darling, I'm on the phone. Use whatever you need. Just be careful. I'll be with you shortly said her mom, then returned her attention back to the man at the end of the phone. Sorry about that, she said. That was just my daughter. She's doing crafts or something. Will this take much longer? I don't want to find her with glitter everywhere. But Madison was not using glitter, and she wasn't doing crafts either. She was in the garage, and she was building something. It was a project she'd started the previous week, and it was coming along very nicely now. She was immensely proud of it. When Madison's mum finally got off the phone, the doorbell went. Then the tumble dryer needed emptying, and then something else happened, and something else, and something else. Her head was in a spin when she realized Madison was nowhere to be seen. She looked around the house, trying every room, the last of which was the garage. Oh, my goodness gracious me, said Madison's mum, staring at Madison's creation. What on earth is that? This is Mecha Max, said Madison proudly. She's a robot. But where did she come from? asked her mum in disbelief. I built her, said Madison casually. Isn't she great? You built her? I thought you were doing arts and crafts. I thought you were making a unicorn out of cardboard boxes or something. Madison's mum was definitely having trouble believing her own eyes. The robot was tall, almost touching the ceiling. Its broad chest was folded down to reveal an empty chamber inside. Does it move? she asked. 
Only when I'm in it, said Madison. I'll show you. And so she climbed in. The chess piece closed, and the robot's eyes instantly lit up. Greetings, Madison's mum, said Mecca Max. Is that you speaking, Madison? Her mum replied. Nope, said Madison from inside the suit. Mecca Max can think and move for herself, but only when I'm inside her. Madison's mum jumped when the garage door suddenly started to open by itself. Now what's happening? She said. We're just going out for a test drive, said Madison. I will keep her safe, reassured Mecca Max. Oh, okay, said Madison's mum. Mecca Max bent forward, her robot arms and legs transforming into wheels with a whoosh. They were gone. Madison lived in London, England, which was home to over six million people. That meant the roads were always busy. So Madison quickly found Mecca Max got stuck in traffic. That's no good, Mecca Max. She said, "Let's transform back again. Then we can run across the park. It'll be quicker that way." Very good," said Mecca Max. They had plenty of strange glances as the big robot jogged across the grass, scattering pigeons as it went. There was a lake in the middle of the park where people could hire boats, and as they passed, they realized one of the boats was in trouble. Two teenagers were waving wildly for help as their boat appeared to be sinking. "Should we test your waterproofing?" asked Madison. Absolutely," replied Mecca Max. The big robot ran straight into the water, sending up an enormous splash as it powered through the shallows. Ducks, geese, swans, and coots scattered, all very unsure of the strange robotic newcomer. The two teenagers were so surprised at the robot coming to rescue them that they even forgot to film it on their phones. Mecca Max scooped up the boat. Then waded across to the hire booth and deposited them gently on dry ground. Oh, thank you," said the teenagers, both a little dumbstruck. "Think nothing of it," said Madison. And before the boat hire manager had even left his booth, they were off again. A short time later, they were passing the high walls of Buckingham Palace's gardens when they noticed. Some sort of repair works up ahead. The wall appeared to have been damaged, as if something had smashed into it, and now it was blocked off with cones and barriers. Where a single workman stood looking at it next to his van, he was peering into the gap, but otherwise doing nothing. Oh, what do you think happened here? Asked Madison. Collision, suggested Mecca Max. Perhaps a lorry lost control. At that moment, the workman stopped his staring, and ran to the cab of his van, where he started the engine. Then, from out of the hole in the wall, poured three more workmen, all in a hurry and all carrying bags stuffed to the brim. One was even carrying a painting. Correction," said Mecca Max. "I believe we are, in fact, witnessing a robbery." The workman piled into the back of the van, and it screeched off just as the rear door banged shut. We've got to do something," 
said Madison. Leave it to me, said Mecca Max, transforming once again to her wheeled form. They were in pursuit. The van drove quickly, dodging past cars and buses and sending pedestrians fleeing, where it momentarily left the road at one point. Mecca Max followed, keeping pace as safely as possible. When they reached the front of Buckingham Palace, the van took off along the long, straight road of the mall. We're gaining on them, shouted Madison excitedly. Correct, said Mecca Max. Prepare for transformation. The van was almost in arm's reach as Mecca Max began to shift her shape once more, pushing off of the road's surface and landing with a crunch on top of the van's roof just as the van approached Trafalgar Square. Mecca Max pulled back a powerful arm and punched her fingers into the van's roof, as it was as soft as butter. When she proceeded to peel the roof back, revealing the terrified robbers inside, screaming in terror, one was calling out for his mummy. Look out, squealed Madison. The distracted driver had taken his eyes off the road and hadn't noticed the big red London bus directly in front of them. But Mecca Max had it all in hand. She somersaulted into the passenger side of the cab, pulling down hard on the van's side. The van's tires screeched as it was forced to alter direction, sliding around the back of the bus, then impacting hard with the curb. The van bounced upwards, but Mecca Max got in front of it, using her mechanical arms to stop what was left of the van's momentum and bringing it to a safe stop. And it was just as well. Trafalgar Square was packed with people. We did it, cheered Madison. Great job, Mecca Max. A little later, once the police had dragged the dazed and confused robbers away, and after countless people had asked for selfies with the new robotic hero, a policewoman managed to pull Madison and Mecca Max to one side. You did an outstanding job, said the policewoman, so much so that somebody wants to meet you to say thanks. Oh, who's that? asked Madison. The Queen. She's invited you both for tea, the policewoman grinned. Do you think my mum could come too? asked Madison. The policewoman laughed. I'm sure that won't be a problem. If you're ever in London, keep an eye open for a crime-fighting rescue robot while you're there. You'll know her if you see her, not least because she now sports a golden crown painted on her chest along with three words, by royal appointment. The end.